Special thanks to all our patrons who support the show every single week. We couldn't do it without you. Head over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today for bonus content, exclusive happy hour live chats and more. Patrons, you help keep the run, eat, drink podcast going. And we're so grateful for you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Help support the show by using our Amazon affiliate link. Anytime you shop on Amazon for running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just use runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra. It's only one extra click, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Jojo, part of the Runcation Nation, and you are listening to Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Dana, it is time for another Runcation recap. I'm very excited. I love this series because we get to highlight very special members of the Runcation Nation, awesome humans, individuals like JoJo. Welcome, Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. I'm glad to be here. Oh, we're glad to have you. Thank you for uh, giving us a little bit of time here to dive into uh, a, a, a race that is special to you and I think is going to be special to members of the Runcation Nation should they choose to participate. It's always good to share the knowledge of different races all across the country in the community so we can make a bucket list. Oh, exactly. Well, that's the great thing about the, our group, your podcast with the group, the Runcation Nation, is that's how we find out about different races is it's from true. each other. It's true. So. Share the knowledge. Oh, 100%. Right? When you, when Sharing talk, is caring. <laughs> but, you know, so many races happen across the country that, you know, if you're outside of where they market to, you might miss it. That's true. You there know? are so some. So that's a great way to hear about these things, especially mm -hmm. maybe it's in a place you haven't been to and you want to visit. That's, that's true, important. too. Gives you a way to see that destination. And it, it, it gives you an opportunity to explore. Which... We do love. And, and also. And indulge. Uh -huh. And indulge. Yes. After the accomplishment, of course. Yes. Of we, course. You don't want to do that out of order. We've talked about that on previous episodes. Yeah, that's a bad thing. Yes. That's a bad thing. <laughs> yes. But Yeah, bad, bad results. <laughs> but before we get, before we actually get into the accomplish, explore, and indulge portions of our runcation recap with JoJo, uh, JoJo, would you mind telling everybody a little bit about who you are, where you're from, what, not what you're drinking. No, not like lives, no. but no. <laughs> can, <laughs> can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your background outside of running so we get to know a little bit more about you? Sure. Outside of running. That is so weird on this podcast. I know. I'm an Army veteran. I served 24 years. I'm originally from Connecticut. That's where I grew up. And now I live in Huntsville, Alabama. So I guess that kind of makes me a damned Yankee. 
because oh. I really do enjoy the Southern life. But I believe um, the term's carpetbagger. <gasps> down here, it's actually a damn Yankee for me anyway. For oh, they, really? they actually okay. say when you're a Northerner and you come down here and you stay, you're a damn Yankee. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. There's less traffic. There is traffic, but there's less traffic. Slower way of life, which is nice after city life. People are friendlier for the most part. And your dollar goes a little further down here. Although, you know, with the rising cost of living everywhere. Not as mm. far as it did when I first moved down here in 2019 from Northern Virginia. But Ooh. that's about it. That's about me. Oh. <laughs> okay. So that's a little bit about JoJo. The non-running. And... Non-running. Yeah. Let's talk about at some point in all of that, <laughs> you got into running. How did you start running? <laughs> I did. Um, I mean, and don't say boot camp. Oh, no, no. Um, I think actually it was, it started or I was introduced to running by one of my neighbor's older sisters back in Connecticut. She ran, she had to be late, late teens early 20s. I, I don't remember. It's all a blur. But she ran and she would go down to the, the local high school track. And I think as a kid, I followed her, her around like a puppy dog. And she, she invited me down to the track one time and I loved it. Yeah, I, I don't know why I loved it, but I loved it. It was something I was good at. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> then in the army, as you said, I had to run. Yeah, that so. was an elective running. No, that or, was not elective fun running. running. And I was good up to two miles. That was our thing. Um, we had to run two miles. Okay. <laughs> a lot of the bases, their MWR, which is Morale, Welfare, and Recreation Centers, they would always host different 5Ks on the base. Free t-shirt. And so I think I signed up for a few of them and then another one. And then it just went on. And it continued on as I moved from base or transferred from base to base. But it wasn't until the mid I guess, 20s that I started adding a 10K here and there. And then as I got older, I signed up for a half marathon. I think I was in my late 20s. And then I tapered off for a while. It was back down to the 5Ks and then maybe a half marathon here and there. Mm -hmm. In between that, I did run a few Army 10-milers in Washington, D.C. We did that, that one virtually. Year. We did that one virtually. Nice. Yeah. 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 It's a wonderful race. It's well run. But it wasn't until I turned 40 that I started adding more half marathons to the list. And in fact, mm. to celebrate, because I'm weird this way, to celebrate my 40th birthday, I signed up for the Disney Coast to Coast Challenge. Oh. And and that was back when Disneyland was still doing the half marathon. Right. So mm-hmm. I talked my one of my high school friends into running the Disney World Princess Half Marathon. And then I think that what's in February, if I'm not mistaken. And then I flew to California over Labor Day weekend and ran the Disneyland Half Marathon. And I guess the rest is history. Somewhere along the line, it just something clicked. Mm. Because I started signing up for more half marathons. And then, again, me with the bright ideas, at about 46, I decided I'm going to set a goal for myself. And I'm going to, I think I want to run 50, total 50 half marathons by the time I reach 50 years old. Yeah. Don't ask me why. Don't know. But (laughs) I did meet that goal. And after that goal was met last year, 
I decided I had, I didn't have a goal in mind. So I decided to set a new goal. And that new goal is to run a half marathon in every state. And that happened after somebody introduced me to the 50 state half marathon club and peer pressure. I joined and I'm, <laughs> we call it peer support, st- not peer, peer pressure. Yes, peer, peer support, a friends helping friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm at 22 states right now and, and, and DC and with quite a few uh, repeat states. Yeah. That's pretty much how I got into running. And then it evolved to running for a cause. It did. And St. Jude, as you know, I'm a St. Jude hero. Mm-hmm. And St. Jude hero is, for those that don't know, is somebody who runs a St. Jude race, but fundraises for them as well. They, they title you, deem you a, a St. Jude hero. But I, I don't, thinking back on it, I don't really know what, how I initially got involved with St. Jude almost, almost 10 years ago. Next, mm. next year will be 10 years. I think it was at a race that they had at the expo, they had a St. Jude table mm. and I think the rest was history. I signed up, traveled to my first St. Jude race in Nashville and that was in 2014. Mm-hmm. It's a great organization. Mm-hmm. It was a way that, or is a way, still is, that I can combine something that I love and enjoy doing and giving back to others. I don't even remember if I fundraised that first year. If I did, I don't remember, but I definitely started the fundraising for sure the next year in 2015, mm-hmm. which was also in Nashville. So the, and it was more of, cause I was local. I, I lived in, in Tennessee. So Nashville was local at that point in time. The first year that I remember fundraising 500 was the goal and I was so nervous (laughs) I didn't go up to somebody and say hey can I have some money right it's a weird thing and I think that was really before fundraising was such a normal occurrence like it is now but I was nervous I chose 500 which was the lowest amount because it was an amount not only I could set and promise St. Jude but if I didn't get the donations to meet that, it was an amount that I could afford to pay the difference because I already committed to that $500 level. One way or another, they're mm-hmm. getting their 500 bucks. Yep. Exactly. I think back to that time and I laugh because as I'm still fundraising. Mm-hmm. And although I'm still a little nervous sometimes when I ask for money, I'm definitely not shy about asking for donations from people. Yes. But Your social by, media is awesome. Yeah. When it comes so to St. Now I'm, I don't care. I don't care if they think I'm weird or they're, I'm going to ask. Worst they can say is no. Mm-hmm. But by by year three, I was getting to be comfortable and or into my fundraising groove, <laughs> so to speak. And I was learning at that point, I started learning more about the organization, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, and how they not only treat, but they make an investment in every patient and as well as their family. And they begin to have a relationship. They create this relationship with them. It isn't just, okay, we've treated you. Now you're good luck and go on your way. Yeah, Saint, it's Saint not Jude transactional. Treats, right. St. Jude, they treat the, it's not ending. It's never ending. They treat the patient. They support the family. And they share their, I learned this just re- recently, they share their research with everyone to include other countries. 
and they don't ask for anything in return, which is fantastic. Mm. What I love is the support aspect of St. Jude. No family ever receives a bill, ever receives a bill for the treatment of their child. Not only is that awesome, but the stress level that relieves from a family because medical bills are ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, you know, the cost of everything is crazy. It's not not for yes. a child, but we're experiencing, we're experiencing that currently in right our now. families. Mm-hmm. We understand. And yes. That's a, that is absolutely fantastic. And yes, this is the same St. Jude you see the commercials for. Yes. And, yes. and I think that we've seen the same, the same booth that you might have gotten suckered Pro- into. Probably. Because yes. the first St. Jude race we heard about was the Nashville race. Was it Nashville and then Memphis? Nashville and then, yeah, and then Memphis. And then there was, a, I believe there was a conflict. We were like, mm-hmm. this looks really good. But it was the same weekend as Jeff Galloway's race, I think. When it was in December. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Memphis is in December. Memphis, Memphis. is always okay. in December. Because that's where the actual hospital, the main campus is. And, and yeah, that was the one they were saying, yeah, you come like the last mile, you run onto campus and you're being cheered on by the kids. So yes. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so is that going to be, you said it's 2024 is your 10th year. Yes. And, and I'm going to celebrate by yeah. running Memphis. So uh-huh. I think that's only appropriate to do, to run the hospital. I was planning to do the hospital or Memphis run, but COVID hit and mm-hmm. that kind of screwed up plans. So uh, everything. But to, to continue on a little, because I'm going to plug my St. Jude here. Oh, you should. I was going to ask. And by the way, we are going to have you do it again at the end of this. So uh-huh, don't worry. Uh-huh, okay, but uh-huh. okay. Do it now. Uh-huh. <laughs> but St. Jude follows up with all the, I don't mean plug for me. I meant plug plug St. Jude. St. Jude. The fact yes. that they exist. Okay. But they follow up with all the patients year after year, even into remission and after remission. What I love, a lot of the organizations they or a lot of the different locations that the St. Jude races are at, they'll have a pasta dinner. Not all of them do, but some of them do. Nashville Hmm. is one of those. And what I noticed a lot that when they would talk, former patients would talk, I don't even say former patients because I think they're always a patient of St. Jude, but they'll get up and talk to the fundraisers, the St. Jude heroes, and a lot of the patients, they decide to give back to St. Jude by becoming a St. Jude hero themselves and participating in whether it be a 5K, a half marathon, the bikes, they have the triathlons. They, mm. they have oh. so many different events that you can do for St. Jude. Didn't know that. Stjude.org. Just saying. There you um, go. You can find out all sorts of things. We and will have a link in the show notes. Yes, that's that's how I find out about a lot of the facts that I share when, like Amy, you were saying my social media yeah. is on point because I will get that from them and I learn as well as I get the shared info for others. Mm-hmm. Because I figure there's a lot of people like me, they may have heard of St. Jude, but they don't really know a lot of what they do or what they're about. So is that why with your 10th anniversary running for St. Jude. Is that why this past 2023, because we're still in it, Mm -hmm. you did the rock and roll race in April for them? April, yes. And I feel like now you have this big chunk of time. I know. To hit a big goal for St. Jude. I feel like this is the way your brain is working. Is that right? 
Yes and no. Okay. So, <laughs> yes, that's the way my brain is working. But the actual St. I'm going to do Memphis. So St. Jude Memphis for 2024 fundraising website mm -hmm. won't open until oh. after this year's race. Gotcha. Oh. That makes sense. Okay. Instead, All right. Instead, 5K for St. Jude that they do locally here in September. Oh. Raising a little more money for that. But mm -hmm. this way I can still stay involved with St. Jude and people don't forget I'm doing St. Jude because there's going to be such a time gap between april of this year till december of next year uh, but then it will like when you say cumulative from saint jude race to saint jude race the i imagine that you're wanting to hit a big fundraising so kind of goal. I, I haven't said an amount because this year was right. actually the highest goal that i set for myself that i met Mm -hmm. And I'm still in awe and shock at the fact that $7,000 I raised. Yay! Um, That's incredible. Last year was 5000 That was the highest. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to six. And I went to six and I met six. I was like, all right, let me up it for some last minute. And yeah. Seven. And I'm like, holy crap. What's going on here? But it's all good and it's for a great cause. So, yeah. And I'm going to plug a fact here. Mm. But so St. Jude opened, the actual hospital opened in 1962, which you guys know, maybe everybody else doesn't, but Danny Thomas mm -hmm. was the individual mm -hmm. who, the mastermind behind St. Jude, and it opened in 1962. And at that time, the survival rate for childhood cancer at, as an average was only 20%, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. And mm. today... With uh, the research and the medical partnerships that St. Jude has with other hospitals and organizations, the survival rate's up to more than 80%. Uh, it's just... Talk about seeing a return on your investment. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm truly... It's a great organization. I'm truly honored to represent it and represent them and the patients at St. Jude and be a St. Jude hero. We are going to give you another opportunity at the end to, oh, plug, yeah. to plug everything that you're involved in for St. Jude and for something else. Can't but, wait to uh, see the costume for 2024. That's I know. Oh, that's going to be a big one. I have to figure that out. I've got time though. Yeah, you, you, got you a little, do. You got a little, got a couple I'm of, running out of superheroes. You got a couple uh, of weeks. You're going to do it. I can't it. do villains. I can't do villains. Nope. My, it's going to be a hero. throws me off. I have faith. You're, you got this. If you're going to be called a hero, you have to do hero. a hero. Uh -huh. You could do, you, the, you could go anti-hero. I, I could. You could. I could. And when I'm at that point, I know I need to hit up you because you're, I will you're help the you out. I will help you out with that. Yes, I'm here for you. Because I didn't even know that was a thing oh. until expertise. One of your your podcasts. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so we may have this may have been a whole lot of a whole lot of foreshadowing, but can Maybe. you share with the Runcation Nation what is the race weekend that is the must do Runcation Nation or Runcation destination? that you want to recap on the show with us this week? This is a hard one because I've done over 50 half marathons and I've traveled here, there and everywhere. Okay. Maybe not everywhere here, there in a lot of places. <laughs> and everyone, we were talking a little bit before we even started, but every race has something special about it or has an aspect that you love about it. Mm. And 
maybe not like the fun stuff on the race or the after party or the or the pre-party or the water stops or the costumes sure. but there, there's always something the race i'm gonna recap is is one of the vacation races oh and that's and that's the grand tetons i'm excited this is going to be a good one very grand teton i that is one i've had my eyes on it's a fantastic race. It's in Wyoming. And like I said, it's vacation races. So in case people don't know, mm. because I didn't know till I looked them up. Yeah. Help um, us out here. Tell races. people about this. Yep, there you go. I'm sharing. <laughs> vacation races. It's a race organization, obviously, that puts on national park, half marathons, ultra marathons, 5Ks, trail running festivals, mm-hmm. and other running adventures to include overseas adventures. Yes. Mm-hmm. My awesome. first race with them, and I've done a couple, was Grand Tetons in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, in the middle to me of nowhere, because I really hadn't been out that way, but gorgeous. I have um, no concept of it because we've never been out you've that watched way. Yellowstone? Really. Yes, but <laughs> I don't I think it's very different when you're in it. When you experience it. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's now Jackson Hole is where I think it's the area. Mm. Start or finish, I think, is right outside of Jackson Hole. I can't remember. And they may have since changed it since 2019, where the actual start finish is. But anyway, it's beyond beautiful, this course. It's another place that I describe as Mother Nature at her finest. Okay. I like the sound of that. How did you find this? I think I was searching for different locations about races because I started getting into the travel thing. And vacation races popped up on the search. So, obviously, I had to look into what they had to offer. Of course. (laughs) So, I noticed that they had different locations and national parks. And although I love to travel overseas i love to travel to beaches and islands i also love national parks because it's just such a beautiful natural area around the it's preserved around the parks you don't run even though they call them the the grand tetons or whatever national park it is you do not run inside the park right you run around or outside the park the fenced line of the park this was the same experience that we had when we did the Great Smoky Mountain 5K. Yes. yes. And that was a vacation races mm-hmm. event. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're national park adjacent. Always. Yes. That that was a very interesting one. Mm. Slanted, pitched, whatever <laughs> oh. you want to call it. That That is what I blame for the beginning of my medical injury woes. Oh. oh. I not mean, a Grand Teton. You're talking about Smoky no, Mountain. No, no, no. I'm talking about Smoky Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Grand Teton's fairly flat. Oh, that's good Is to it know. really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think we're going to get into more questions about that, but that's well, surprising to hear. I expected mm. that to be not the case. We've never been out there. We don't know. But before this we get into more of the <laughs> course, um, okay. so you found it that way. Once you found it, can you talk about what's the registration process look like for the Runcation Nation? How difficult is it to, to sign up for one of these things? It's honestly, it's just like any other race that you sign up for. You go to the website, you pick the race that you want to sign up for. 
put in your information, put in your payment information, and <laughs> register. So but, it's really easy. So before you put up your credit card, you have your confirmation in your email, you, more than likely. You can, yeah, you can pick what you want. So it's fairly simple. So as I said, it's like the others. You can sign up. Most of the races have the options that they have are a half marathon, mm-hmm. a 5K, or you can do, I think, I don't know if they're all called the same. At Grand Tetons, it was called the Moose Double, which is doing both races, the half marathon and the the 5K, where you get a, a bonus medal or a challenge me- medal, whatever. You, I'm not really big into the challenges. I don't know. If they have a good medal, I'm on board. It, it's, it's, I have this too much space. My walls, I'm running out of wall space. <laughs> <laughs> The medals or any more medals. It's a good problem to have. Wallpaper. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Find something else to do with the medals. I'm not sure what. Yeah. Is how is the pace? I mean, like I worry about pace requirements. Back of the Packers. It's me. Yeah. Back of the Packers. What's it like? What's is it? Yeah. So the majority, the at least the ones that I've looked at and the ones I participated in, the. The course limit is four hours. If you can do, I figured this out, an 18-minute, 18 18-second 18 mile, <laughs> yep. you can... I've done that math, too. <laughs> do this. Now, the other thing is you can... I don't know if you're going to ask about corrals and then, but we can cover that then. But you can... Mm-hmm. Where they start, you obviously, the fast people are up front. Of course. But... Naturally. You kind of... If you're a back of the packer, I highly re- recommend moving up a little bit. <laughs> oh, it's so, not like Disney. There's okay. No, there's no. They're not policing the corrals. Nazis. Like, give um, me your bib. Give me the. <laughs> it happens a lot. You go up and you're a slow person and you go at the start of the, the race and you're going to have some angry people. Sure. But that's any race. No, that, that makes total sense. Now, I, so I alluded to it. Um, yeah. You talked about it. Mm-hmm. Talk about the bling. I can only speak to the one vacation race that we did. What was the bling? So like? you see the medal. Right, you have your medal, right, mm-hmm. for the Smoky Mountains. Right, it looks a little something <gasps> like this. Hey, there it is. I love it. It's there. color. What I didn't notice till after I got home is this little piece right here. It's it a spins. tiny spinner. It turns. It's a spinner within the medal. Yeah, it's a yes. shield-shaped metal, mm-hmm. and the tip of the shield, like the bottom, looks it's like that bottom half inch is it's a, spinner. a spinner. That's yes. awesome. That is really cool. And the, the ribbon that comes with it shows Grand Tetons or, or whatever the name of the race is. Right. I love that. Now, one of the things, now this one does not have it. So on the back, oh, oh there we go. <laughs> I, don't know where my, I don't know where my camera is. It just has a date stamp of when it was. Mm-hmm. But the other ones, and I have my Ra- Mount Rushmore one here. Ooh, Mount Rushmore. On the back, it has like the... It has what it is, but it tells a little bit about the national park. Oh, cool. It's oh. etched within on the back of the metal. And I don't have my reading glasses on, so I can't tell That's, That's okay. Right. That's okay. Um, it's but it good. has, it's imprinted on the back about the date of the, what it is, Mount Rushmore, this one, and the date. And then it has a little blurb about it. How nice is that? And the same thing with the Smoky Mountains, I think, has that as well. Mm. on the back so if you check yours it might it'll probably have that on the back i bet it would we've got to do it yeah i've got to check it now did, i don't recall because when we did the smokies i don't was there is there a was there a cause attached to this race weekend that you so 
they don't really have a cause as in a lot of the races hates for, for cancer or for breast mm-hmm. cancer or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But they they promote what they call the Wander Project. And okay. what that is, I had to look it up so I, I know what it was and I could tell you about it. It supports efforts in and around the communities where they host the different events. And mm, nice. I just learned this out recently. You can fundraise, but you get to choose from the list of their... I'm doing this. There's a list here uh, <laughs> from their official nonprofit partners, oh, or good. you can actually choose a charity of your choice, but they have to be 501C and US oh, based. Oh, sure. Um, All of that. I think yeah. that was to make sure it's legitimate. Right. I think for 2024, I looked it up the other day because I was looking at vacation races and <laughs> entertaining the idea of an overseas one, but I'm an, I'm an addict. Hi, my name is Jojo and I'm a race addict. <laughs> this is why but, we're sharing the races exactly. so people know where to go. But I think for 2024, if you choose your own charity, they've expanded it where it can be an international charity as uh-huh. well. Oh, but, it, nice? but it has to be 501c3, whatever that is. Legit. Registered ads. It has to be a registered nonprofit. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Good to know. Yeah. And uh, okay. So we've talked about causes, registration process, the back of the pack thing. Whoosh, yeah. That's <laughs> good. It's good. It's all good. How do you recommend traveling there? By plane. <laughs> unless you so, live unless, unless you live there. Unless you're retired and you take out the yeah, RV yeah, or yeah. whatever. How did you um, travel there? It's, it's not I'm not gonna say it's remote, but it's remote at the same time. It's not big city. You have to fly. Allow yourself some time. You fly into Jackson Hole, Wyoming. It's, it's the airport that's there. And how far away is the Jackson Hole Airport from where, the little, like, the you little have, town? You have to pick up your bib and get to the start line and all of that, or your hotel. So, the, of course, this was 2019 when I did it. I don't know if they've since changed, like, locations on where everything is. Sure. But, one of the where they where they had bib pickup was maybe two and a half three miles away from the little town of Jackson Hole. Okay, not bad. Not too bad. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned. Yeah, I recommend flying. And we were looking at Missoula years ago. We were, and we're like, Before how the hell do we get there? Trying to find an there's no flight out of Fort Myers to get to Missoula. So like we were. Yeah, like, you almost have to connect to find a place to connect. We had to, we would have to drive either. Yeah, we'd have to fly to like Tampa or drive to Tampa. Drive to Tampa and, and fly, fly out. I mean, it, it was crazy. So or something. Um, at least like Jackson Hole's got a, or a pretty popular or, yeah. airport. Yeah. 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 Okay, you mentioned two or three miles away. This does remind me a little bit of Great Smokies. Oh, yeah. For general transportation, what would you recommend to somebody? Rent a car? Do you think that it's, was it good enough for like ride share, public transit? So I don't know about today. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, understand. I, mean, I rented a car, but <laughs> truthfully, I didn't really need it for much. I walked to everything other than the big. Bib, bleh, I can't speak. Bib pickup. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy walking. I walked to a restaurant that was a mile away. There was a little grocery okay. store, and that was about a mile away. It was, weather was, okay, weather wasn't beautiful that, that time. It was a little cold because they had a cold front move in. Because like it's around Memorial Day. It's around, it, it was around Memorial Day, the end of May. And they had a cold front, and it was 
30-something degrees. There Fabulous. Fabulous. So I was Talking not planning language 30-something right degrees. Yeah. I hit the thrift store, which they had one, <laughs> and, and I grabbed a pullover, hooded pullover, and the morning of the race, it was foggy, misty, kind of rainy. It burnt off eventually, but then it got a little toasty, but it was not a pretty weather-wise beginning of the race, but it ended very well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wasted money on a rental car that I didn't really need. You probably could have taken a taxi or maybe a ride share or a ride with one of the other runners that, because you see them walking everywhere, you can tell they're runners, fellow right. runners. Yeah. Or you can and pick they, us out in a crowd. You yes. Can. You can. And, and you probably could have ridden with them, but I'm that type of person. I'll talk to anybody. So right. just push myself on them. Hey, can you give me a ride? <laughs> Want to uh, share? Let's go. So you said uh, it was a, a, a mile to walk to dinner or the thrift store. Or what, well, what? the, so one of the restaurants and the rest and the, the grocery store. So there's a little <laughs> town of Jackson in Jackson hole. That's not even a quarter of a mile. It's not even, I, like I said, the square, for lack of a better word, I walked everywhere. Those little towns, mm-hmm. it looks like a little Western town, you like know, they quaint. got a little railing and okay. in the little square, they have reenactments oh. and an antler arch. There's like an old time saloon that there's different types of saddles as your bar stool. Wait, wait. It's uh, yeah, it's great. There's even there's even a little liquor store that and homemade jams and stuff that they will ship, and you can taste test everything that's in that store. Wow, we need to go. This sounds amazing. Yeah, needless to say, to I, I ship the case of different uh, liquors. To myself. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> exactly. Why wouldn't you? If you let's enjoy, yeah. let's reminisce about the the experience. But so, where did you end up staying? So I stayed downtown. It was a little, I think it was a motel. Mm-hmm. It was like cabin, like wood cabin themed. Nice. There's a couple little hotels, hotel motels right in the square walking distance. And then further out, there's some lodges, hotels and actual, because there's ski areas in the winter time. Jackson Hole does um, have a lot of high end resort when Stuff you look online, I wasn't staying at that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was the budget friendly. Uh, that was the, me. Absolutely for mm. the race. Well, you're going to you're going to race. I understand that. Now, I will recommend if you are going to do this race or anywhere in Wyoming, and you're not used to the elevation. Oh, I do recommend oh. going a few days beforehand. Oh. I did. I went two days beforehand. Two days, but really oh, like a day and a half. Like I arrived on a Thursday, I think it was mm-hmm. a Thursday, and then I had Friday, and then Saturday was the race, or I arrived on Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday was the race. I can't remember what the so days were. You would say earlier than that, or you wish you had earlier than that? No, that no? was good for me. Okay. But everyone's different on how they react. But uh. don't go the day before because you're gonna set yourself up for some a challenging race and just, that's just important so for pacing and that, stuff that's yeah. huge actually for people like us mm-hmm. we train at sea level yeah so we're oxygen rich everything's yeah. flat but interestingly jackson hole is <laughs> the highest point is 6800 feet lowest point is 6350 feet so you're over a mile up the yeah. whole time so the so the floridians need to get there and acclimate so that's the same thing with mount rushmore 
Ooh, I wasn't Ooh. planning on that one. Yeah. So okay. you, you plan for like where you're at mm-hmm. and the difference to where the city is, mm-hmm. but you don't plan or I didn't plan for the race increased race elevation right. that you're going uh, up. That's a actually, that's a, a good really point. good tip. Jojo, thank you. Because mm-hmm. that's huge. That really does impact. If you've never run at altitude, it impacts your body's ability to get oxygen. The air is thinner up there. And you haven't, yeah. if you haven't trained, like I know that there are some people who wear the masks so, and do that kind of training where they don't have it, where they can't get to it. I yeah, your father. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what they look or, like. They look like, like, like Star Wars. Kind no of. one cared who I was before oh. I put on the mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And but, that'll be the case when eventually I do a Colorado race. Ooh. hundred you know? percent. We yeah. were looking at one. Montana race. Yeah. Missoula. Um, we were yeah. looking at, and we were, you got to think about that and you got to train appropriately mm-hmm. in, in the ways that you can. And early arrival, like to your point. Yeah. That's huge though. Huge. Yeah. Well, and I like to get a lay of the land too. So I like coming in a little bit to know where I'm going. I don't want I like that. And now I've been guilty of being when left to my own devices to book things, not booking enough time, but that's entirely I do not having to rush and having that, like you said, the lay of the land, Mm -hmm. given the type of quaint little touristy town that it is. Mm -hmm. Talk about a little bit about race expo. What did they have? Give us a a, a bit of a overview of what, what someone could expect. Okay. Yeah. You know how we're used to normal races and there's this big expo, like mm-hmm. the bigger races, there's this big expo. Now, vacation races, they're big races, but there's not a big expo. So typically they are outside, at yeah. least the ones, all three that I've been to, they are outside. It was in Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and it's like I said, it's not like most races. It's held outside and other than a few vendors, and picking up your bib and your t-shirt, that's it. Now, in they usually have a, for vacation races, they usually have a sign. Sorry, I'm visualizing what, what was happening at these right. races. But they have a sign with the title of whatever the name of the race is, and you can sign it. So all the runners mm-hmm. sign it. What mm-hmm. they do with that, I don't know. But the, you sign it, and for Mount Rushmore, they had what's the word mascots of all the presidents. Oh, that that's great! <laughs> they had them at the start and the finish. That's awesome. That's terrific. <laughs> One of the vendors that it wasn't at the Smoky Mountains. I found them at, but it was at Mount Rushmore. If you see this little, oops. Hmm. Oh, look at that! It's like a little so, replica of I the metal. I don't really know where my camera is, so I can't even tell you. There, there we you go. go. There right, you go. Perfect. Right Perfect. For those so listening, we, we've got her on little, video here. It, it matches the the metal. Yeah. So I have the three that I've done, and this vendor, I think she goes to all of the vacation races. So you can get you can get it as a pendant, you can get it as a bracelet, whatever. I'm not a big jewelry fan, so I chose a keychain. So it's something unique yeah and i can carry this around versus these <laughs> yeah like if you're especially if you're doing a challenge and you have all the blame it can weigh down your neck and it, it gets can, heavy yes. and really if it, when the town you go to you can get away with wearing your medal around town the night yes. of maybe the next maybe. day after that yeah people look at you like you're weird yes yeah that, that is true i guess true. did you carb load the night before I'm going to go with yes. Or do you normally? Yes, I normally do. Okay. Um, 
I'm normally a pasta girl and breadsticks. Oh, um, yes. Oh, yes. You know, oh, yes. Everything's better with bread. Hard to beat. Bread yeah. and bacon. Bread um, and bacon. That bread should be bacon. a hashtag. We should get Josh on that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm i trying to remember. That was four years ago. I'm, I'm sure I did. I just don't remember the meal itself. That's so that's a tradition for you. Yes, that's my thing. And it's not necessarily has to be pasta because I have done pizza. Right. I have done like chicken piccata or something sure. like that. But mm-hmm. I don't I stay away from the fried foods. I stay away from the Mexican food. Um, I don't see I stay away from that kind of stuff. Nothing that I haven't tried before. Exactly. The, trying the local fare is the day, the night of the race, after the race, and days after. The yes, race. Exactly. exactly. Perfect. That's right. That's why we say accomplish first and then explore. Yes. And well, then there, there's an order. There there's an order. order there to is. Everything. And we've and we've discussed what happens when you get it out of order. It's not good. I'm still it's never not good. good. I, I'm so she's still she's having good. flashbacks to Gasparilla. I know that. Mm-hmm. What did you do? I might have started with the indulge part. He did. The night before the race. Totally. We indulged a little bit, Miss Amy. We did. We had we had beer. We were at Pine Brew uh-huh. for Gasparilla. Yeah. 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 So was I. But I, my limit is usually one. Mine was the not. Night before a race. Mine, yeah. mine was not. It's yeah. carbs. <laughs> yes. So did you, did you have some bad influences? I, I did have bad influences. You did. Yes. Um, yeah. Not, that was a was, couple of me- other members of the Runcation Nation who influenced me badly. If you were hanging when Amy was hanging with us, we were not the bad influence. We had water. We did have what all of us had. All water of us had water as well as our drink, mm-hmm. and all of us actually drank the water. Yes, well, okay. we did. We did. We did. Now, in the morning, coffee was vital for me. That was very important, but I wasn't hurting necessarily what on race morning what is your ritual what do you normally do in terms of do you stretch do you do what do you eat stretch i'm what's that <laughs> what's I don't, that yoga no i do a little not nothing crazy i've gotten since i've been injured a little more better a little more more better more <laughs> more into the stretching a little bit more mm-hmm. yeah i don't know if it helps or not there's theories on whether it does or it doesn't Mm-hmm. So, I do my thing, but as far as a ritual, early wake up, and because yeah. for race morning, at least for Grand Teton, was a bus. Oh yes. So you had to get up extra early and wait in line for the buses, and then they ship you to the start line, and it's dark, it's mm. cold. Oh, Usually, yeah. you stay near the uh, start, or did you stay near the finish, or was it? I stayed near the finish. Okay, because I knew there were buses to bring to the start. Because you know, the stuff usually is at the finish. The town or what have you is usually near the finish. Sometimes near the start. Yeah, oh, I do eat. A lot of people don't. I know before a race, my yeah. breakfast yeah. routine is, of course, water. What it was then, as far as putting in my water, is different than it is now. I mm-hmm. tried, experimented with different, okay, and that's not to say, I'm not saying alcohols. <laughs> I don't mean that. No. But there are different electrolyte drinks that yes. are uh, powders that I would add, and I use a different one now, than which I'm happier with than I did back then. Mm-hmm. I was experimenting. Mm-hmm. I no longer need to experiment because I found mine. But 
I, my breakfast is usually water, a granola bar, and a banana. And then sometimes I'll add a little thing of yogurt, which is usually a taboo for some people. Oh, yogurt. Yeah. For some people there, it's too tart, too acidic. Yeah. So Mm. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. What does pre-race look like? Is there a party? Are there corrals, gear check? Not for vacation races. There's not really a party. There's an announcer and they're playing music and throwing, not throwing, but talking to people about different things. Mm -hmm. The national anthem. So Mount, I got to tell you, Mount Rushmore, and I know you've seen these on the videos of different places where they sing the national anthem and the music goes out. Mm -hmm. So this one, picture, if you will, picture this. I feel like Golden Girls, Sicily, 1932. <laughs> I get that reference. I love it, Golden Girls. <laughs> so sun sunrise, right about before sunrise, you can see the red. It's starting to come up. The This was Mount Rushmore. And the singer started singing, and the music went out. Oh. Uh. The entire, and the mic went out. Sorry, the oh. mic went out. Not the music, the mic went out. The entire crowd sang the national anthem. That's amazing. Oh, that's great. You get chills. I love it. When that I got chills. But there's not really a pre-race party. The the buses pick you up. They bring you to the start line. As I said, it's dark. Mm-hmm. It's usually cold. They had I call them burn cans. Where the cans where they have the, like a big canister type Warmer. barrel where yeah, they have to fire. warm you. Like to a, warm you. Like a burn barrel. Fire. They yeah, had yeah. fire. Fire fire. So you can <laughs> at least keep your your hands warm and because it was a little chilly that morning but as far as the corrals not really a corral they do tell they they tell they you to line them, up but they don't have them they tell you where to line up like uh, pace wise estimation uh, wise yeah but there's not anybody as i said enforcing the whole jumping into other corrals a lot of people did it i did it i knew i was slow and so i didn't know advantage. the course because i typically do not look at the course I don't beforehand. I don't see wh- if it's hill, tons of hills or not. You're not diagnosed. I don't want to or- psych myself out. Right. Well, and I don't want to freak out about the hills and be like, oh crap. And then get in yeah. my own head. Mm-hmm. And that impacts your performance. It's your a single experience. start for the entire group. So there's no separate. A lot of places they'll have the separate start. And space them out. The right, right. Space yes. them. The, mm-hmm. There wasn't that. Okay. okay. It was just, it was go. And that was 2019 and that was during COVID. Ooh. So they were like, okay. Just go. Know, just go. <laughs> so yeah. So it's a single start for the entire group. So how about on course? Do you, are there official pacers for certain times that you want to make or is it just? It's willy nilly. It's willy nilly. Okay. Um, what about? There's Anarchy. no pacers whatsoever. Okay. What about well, nu- there were, I didn't see them. nutrition Sorry. and water and electrolytes? So stops. they had water stops. Again, this was four years, so I can't tell you what they had, but I can tell you more recent vacation races. Mm-hmm. So they had water stops. They had they had some gels. I don't know if which sure. types of gels, but sure. they had that. I carry snacks with me and I carry my own water bottles. So Smart. The for vacation races, I think all of them because it's around a national park. Mm-hmm. There, it's a cupless water station. Yes, that's yeah. what is so, unique about these. Yes, there's no. They're trying to preserve the environment, and 
probably save themselves from some work, but uh, there's no cups at the water station. So mm-hmm. you either bring your own water bottle or part of your swag, so to speak, is a, I don't know, is it rubber? I don't know what it's silicone. I think it's silicone. silicone. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Silicone. It has a clip on it. So you can clip it to your, your pant waist or your wherever you're or your belt, belt if you have it whatever your if collar if you're a if you're a lady you can clip it to your bra strap whatever you want to clip it to, you can clip <laughs> it to. but i bring my own water bottle so yeah. when you sign up when you register you have the choice of requesting that as part of your your bag or mm-hmm. declining i've still got mine i still have it too yeah yeah so that that's a thing for vacation races. It's good. It's good. It's but good. like yeah. I said, I bring my own snacks. You asked about the race, so I bring my snacks. It, am I running? I guess they're not snacks. They're running fuel. <laughs> I mean, that it's a snack, and it's I bring a- my own little electrolyte powder packs with me. Gotcha. Hashtag drip drop. Drip drop. Yes. Looking, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, they're my go-to now. Yeah. Is drip drop. Good. On this course, you said you don't normally look at the course, but right. you also mentioned this one, it, Grand Teton, is one that is uh, Mother Nature at her best. Um, obviously, that implies that it was very beautiful. What about challenging? Was it you alluded to that it's a flat course, even though you're at altitude? Was there parts that were really challenging or less challenging or entertaining, more super beautiful? Scenic. Yeah. So the whole course is scenic. Uh, There's even the little swampy area that you ran by was scenic. It was was cute. It was quaint. (laughs) Like I said, it's pretty flat. So to me, it was a great introduction for my first race with vacation races. Ah, okay. One to see how they were set up. Mm -hmm. I probably didn't look at that at the time, but in hindsight, it was a great introduction to to vacation races. Yeah. How the whole organization is set up. And they have it down down to a science on how they conduct their races. Mm. I don't remember it being too challenging other than the weather, as I mentioned. Right. And um, getting used to the elevation which I was there a couple of days earlier. So I'm sure that helped me. I have no doubt that helped me and learning to breathe because <laughs> you take a different, you know, you breathe normally it comes second nature to you when you're everywhere right. else, but there it's a different, you take a deep breath and you're like, Ooh, this feels a little different. <laughs> Ooh, what happened there? <laughs> exactly. What happened there? But the mountains, the, the farms, the animals, a lot of horses, the oh. creeks, the, it, it's picturesque. I truly was, I'm no, poet but i was truly in awe of the scenery it, mm. it's it's preserved it's natural it's untouched by city life and of course i wore my tutu yeah I mean, you got me on board uh, with that yes i've got the had the tutu i had the little headband with the little antenna thingamajiggies <laughs> headphones but i'll no? have to send you a photo please do a photo of the mountain view please a couple great shots yeah did you listen and to then, music or were you just into seeing the scenery i Li- I always listen to music. So do I. I don't. I'm not a fan. Even if it's just background noise, like if I'm walking or running with somebody, like Susie and I do a lot of races together too. Mm-hmm. So we don't do music actually when I'm with her. We just chit chat the whole time. I think one race we did music, but I prefer music. Yeah. I do too. I do too. And it just, but 
it's nice that you had a little bit of music and then you had the chance to have the scenery. It's yeah. how I feel about our Kentucky races. Oh, yeah. Those Kentucky races yeah. that are just like the picturesque barns and the horses. Run the bluegrass. Like they yeah. are not, they're not wrong. They're uh, not wrong. It is pretty. Absolutely gorgeous. Just hilly. Hills. I heard lots hilly. of hills, so I'm oh. not doing that one. <laughs> yeah, don't just, yeah. You got to prepare for them if you're going to do that race, but. With this one, it was 2019, as I said, when I did this one. I actually still had a little iPod shuffle oh. and headphones. I don't know because we it's the iPod. remote. Cute. If you'd have the Wi-Fi, you might have to and download cellular. your music. That's what I do. I create a playlist for every race, and then I download yeah. it to make sure that if there's no signal anywhere, cellular, whatever, I am I need okay. to get with you because I'm not that technical savvy. I didn't even know till. Recently, you could download your playlist. Heck, even at the vacation race in Tennessee, there were radio dead spots. There so were. You had to be mindful of it even there. Mm -hmm. Well, and they have, an, they have an app. So Vacation Races has an app. Don't ask me what it's called. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it has a... So it will... When you started, you click the little button and then it keeps your pace or whatever. When there's... When there's no <laughs> reception... <laughs> I'm yeah. at mile six, and it says you are at mile one. Well, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but, but yeah, I Grand Tetons was was very beautiful. Flat. Yes, there were a little flat. You know what I mean? Little slopes, but mm -hmm. not here and there. Not a, what I would call would hill a hill. Okay, it, it didn't have There's rolling a, hills. It, had, incline. it like, had inclines. Yeah, it did not have hills. Okay. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Good for us. <laughs> I like it. What about the finish line experience? That one, I'm trying to think of that one. Obviously, you have an announcer. Uh-huh. Um, it's not just finish. I won't say obviously because some races don't have an announcer. They had an announcer announcing the, the finishers coming in. I'm trying to remember what the finish line. It's not a big party. Let's just say like Gasparilla was. Okay. Or, yeah. or Donna is. Mm-hmm. It's, or like even the St. Jude races or some of the rock and roll races. Oh, those yeah. Those are a big party. Mm -hmm. That's true. It's not like that. It's more of the adult finish line. <laughs> You're oh, a grown cool up. Collected. You're a grown up. Get your medal and get You're out. You're a grown up. Get yeah. your medal and let's, um, yeah. Go. You have your, your snacks, the after race snacks that yeah. they give you. Your free um, banana, right? Yeah, your free banana. A lot of the vacation races give you actually a snack box. I don't know if all of them it's do. good. It's just a different atmosphere that we're used to running, but it is definitely worth doing. Mm. Even the vacation race that we did, we we crossed the finish line and then we were able to hang out with a fellow runners and talk. And there's it's more social maybe than a big party atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. I would say absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I'd agree. Now, while you were there, did you meet anybody or have any interesting or inspiring or funny moments that, that, that jumped out while you were there at this race? I didn't meet anybody. As I mentioned earlier, the square has the, the reenactments, which that was cool. There's a yeah. little, you know, I would want to see that pistols at noon type of thing. Historical um, like that. Yeah, I didn't meet anyone at this race, mm -hmm. but at Mount Rushmore, I did. Mm -hmm. As we were climbing the gradual nine-mile hill, <laughs> I, I ran into one of my running buddies from Tennessee. And of course, there's a photo op from that. But And out 
the photo ops in Grand Tetons, any of the vacation races were great. But for Mount Rushmore, and I know I keep flipping back and forth, but Mount Rushmore had a great overlook and you could see Mount Rushmore in the back. Mm-hmm. And trying to take, so everyone's stopping to take photos, trying to take selfies. Can you imagine trying to take a selfie with that, with trying to yeah. get that? Would be t- Everyone, which again, it's the running community. Everyone was helping each other and taking, oh, let's take Aww. your photo. You want me to take your photo? I think I took eight photos for diff- eight different people. I'm like, okay. And my friend Amy that was with me, she, the other Amy, the other Amy. <laughs> and uh, she was like, yeah. Yeah. So not at Grand Teton, but at a vacation race. At a vacation yeah. race. Yeah. But okay. So you've crossed the finish line. You've had the accomplishment. Where are you going to eat there? So I really didn't do any research because that was my pre-research days for my food and, and, you know, my little winter circle. Mm -hmm. And um, so for this race, as well as any of race afterwards, you know, I like to eat and I like to drink. Exactly. So I like to eat more than I like to drink. Yes. Um, I try to find a place that has good reviews Mm -hmm. now. Then I just went wherever, but I chose a quaint little um, place there that had outdoor seating and it was actually called Cafe Genevieve. And I know I had, I know I had a drink. It was whatever the local one was of that place. They're special. So I like to try new things and I like Mm -hmm. to try local dishes and that kind of things. I believe I had a grilled cheese with bacon and whatever their... They had they were big steak fries, but they were seasoned with something. I don't know what the heck it was, but <laughs> but it had bacon on it. I remember that. Everything um, is better with bacon. Exactly. And but it was cute cheese. because a lot of the little places, it was overloaded. It was a small town. Mm-hmm. So all the places were overcrowded with oh. runners wanting to find something. And there were probably and weights. There were weights for some of the restaurant, real sit-down restaurants. And this it was... A Ended up being a beautiful day. The sun was out and they had little umbrellas on the outdoor patio of nice. the tables. I was like, one please. Nice, um, nice. And so, yeah. And it, and afterwards when I was looking up restaurants to eat at, that would actually had some really good reviews. I'm looking at their website right now. And yeah. this, <laughs> this is absolutely runcation nation Worthy. material yes. here. This mm-hmm. Looking at this, wow, this is gorgeous. The place is a stunner, and what a menu. I'm looking at the whole menu looks like an Instagram photo shoot. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's so grief. cute. It looks like a little, from the outside, looks like a little log cat, well, a little house cottage, but mm-hmm. they have the little, their wooden railings are like the little cat log cabin Aww. type of railing. Little this flower so garden out front. <laughs> it's, let's all go eat there. That looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. And they have a little, it's not a boardwalk, but the main strip, you have the stores and the restaurants along the strip, but mm-hmm. behind them, I'm like, it sounds like, I want to say alley, but it's not an alley, but behind them, there's stores within. So there's like wooden, a wooden plank type of mm-hmm. boardwalk and you, and there's little stores and like candy shops Aww. and tucked behind there. So ice cream shops, everything. Now, what about your winter circle? You mentioned your winter circle what, wh- how did this tradition come to be? And like, what did you have a beverage back then? Or I, I don't know. I had a beverage. Yeah. So, okay. Let me answer that. <laughs> You're first. like, yes, of course, I had a yes. beverage. I don't know if I did a runner's circle. 
for that one. No. That may have come a little later. Okay. But what I do is it memorializes the the race, mm-hmm. I guess, and my food and my drink choice. <laughs> I celebrate by having a meal that I just either a rich meal or something mm-hmm. just to celebrate my accomplishment. So I indulge for my accomplishment. Just I love saying. it. I love it. Um, She's on the brand. <laughs> She's on so the brand. I'll, <laughs> I'll set up a little photo op with my medal, either the medal just next next to my meal and drink the mm-hmm. meal, or the, I wrap the ribbon of the the medal around the drink and just do that photo. So, so I just cool. started calling it the winter circle. I love it. That's great. <laughs> it's like it's a throwback to Meb because Meb says you run to win your own race. Mm-hmm. And exactly. That's the way to celebrate it. Your race, your pace. Exactly. Now, while you were in Jackson Hole and and you went to the Cafe Genevieve, which we're going to have links Mm -hmm. to in the show notes, worry not if you're looking at, if you're looking at going to Jackson Hole, because it's still open. It looks amazing. Was there another place you'd recommend getting a celebratory beverage or a beverage? Yes. Okay. And I think it's called, and you can look it up, Dana. I think it's called the Silver Dollar Saloon. I want to go and there Jackson just for Hall? the name. Just for the name. I know, just the name itself. And I want to wear country western gear. They had different, there was plenty of that. <laughs> uh, I really want to bring myself home a cowboy. Um, That's right. But they had the seats of the bar were saddles. So the bar stool was a saddle. Aww. And it was an old-fashioned type saloon. I think it's Silver Dot. Silver Dollar. The Silver Dollar Bar and Grill. There you go. I have their website here. And it looks like they're they're part of or owned by a hotel. Ooh, okay. Okay. And I imagine they have all, if they're a bar and grill, they have all sorts of drinks. Yes, they had everything. It was crowded. So I went in, I had my little beverage. Don't ask me what I had. I don't know. And I sat, I did the photo op of me sitting on the saddle. Can we have that picture? think i have it I'll have, to, I'll have to check let us know yeah i'll have to check where um, where will you mm-hmm. be accomplishing exploring and indulging next jojo i'm glad you asked me <laughs> <laughs> so i have a few local 5ks as i mentioned i'm also doing i'm on the 5k you know where you had that year you were doing a 5k oh yeah that was your year of 5k mm. i'm now slowly just doing 5ks and I don't even care if they don't do a medal because I really don't need any more medals. Just Blast for five me. days compared to. <laughs> what did you say? Have, I said we must have the, we must have the bling. The bling is necessary. <laughs> I'm bling driven. I want See, to me, the blings of the half marathons mean more. Yes. Because that, that's my goal. 5K t-shirts, my, half marathon medals. You're not wrong. Yes. I don't Depends even like the, the t-shirts anymore. I don't need any more t-shirts. But they um, could be a good, make a good quilt later. Do you know how many I gave away most Never of gonna my Never going to make t-shirts. a quilt. You can send it yeah. off. There are services. Yeah, do you, you not send know it this? out. You send, yeah, they yeah. actually have a service that'll do it for you. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Anyway. Why haven't we had Sorry. them on the show? I mean, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> these are ideas as we're thinking of them. There's still time. Write it down. Yeah, there's <laughs> still time. Notes. This is not like the um, last episode of the show. <laughs> But I have a few local 5Ks as well as the St. Jude 5K in September here in Huntsville. Good. But the next runcation will be in New Hampshire. Oh. Miss Susie and I will be running the Delta Dental Half Marathon. Say that five times fast. 
month. I know, right? In October, so we get to spend some time with Meg. Yay! Oh, Runcation Nation meetup. Yay! We expect pictures. Oh, oh lots yes. and lots and yes. of pictures. There will be. There will be. There will be plenty of pictures. We do sure. because we love the community that we laughter. build. In. Yes, and we love to see you all together. We love to be together. <laughs> well, we we have to get together again. We must. Oh, yeah. Yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. Some of the people listening to this episode might recognize your voice Some. from live streams that we've done. They might also recognize your voice because your voice goes into their ear holes when they're listening to <laughs> podcasts because you happen to have mm-hmm. a podcast of your own. Could you talk a little bit about your show, this podcast called Life, where we can find it, what it's about, how often does it come out, all that fun stuff. Talk about that. Plug, plug Plug your show. Yeah. I'm never good at that stuff. I know. So I'm I'm not at the level that you guys are. Oh, come on. I had wanted to, I'm not going to lie, I actually wanted to write a book, and that still might be on my my to-do bucket list. But I wanted just to talk about the things that, we experience in life and we don't really talk about with one another other than maybe mm. close friends or your inner circle. Mm. So it's called this podcast called life <laughs> How about that. And it's really just that it's about life, the good, the bad, the ugly topics. Like I said, we all experience, but do you really talk about not so much? One of the episodes was being an adult orphan which mm. that's not something that hey dana what are you doing today okay. oh let me tell you about this it, you don't really talk about it but it's something that a lot of people experience it's just i wanted to just have something that was relatable to people nothing fancy i don't have all the funny little buttons and stuff that you guys have oh but but you talk um, about still some in, great topics though you I, t- I mean, you do. We I'm were learning so, to find topics. We were we loved talking with you on your show about self care because not a lot of people talk about it, but it is necessary so that you can participate and support and take care of others in your life and be the person that you need to be. So exactly, and I can't thank you enough for agreeing to be on my podcast. No, we love it. We loved it. Podcast. We um, absolutely loved it. Yeah. But I'm in my first year of it, and actually, August will be a year. Yay! Let's see how fast it And wow, yeah, the time does fly. It um, does. It does. It's crazy. I just saw that now. So the goal for me, I don't post, post as often as I, I wanted to or initially planned because life gets in the way. Of course. But the goal now is to post at least one episode per month. And I want to get to the point where I'm not going to do it weekly, but where I'm posting once every two weeks. That's my goal. Nice. That's a great goal. Twice a month. I'm not going to say I don't have the time because I could make the time, but it's just a lot. And mm-hmm. I have other things that I like doing. Races. Um, I don't know. Runcations. Races on and off, right? Runcations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I joined a little walk run group locally. So they do that to explore different greenways on Mondays and stuff. So I trying to get out there and explore my local area. There you go. So where can people find your podcast? So you can find this podcast called life on your favorite podcatcher. 
I think that's what it's called. That is. That's I'm what still you learning. say, that's what Data. Multiple of them. You can even go to Podbean, and that's where I started out. Love and Podbean. Then I expanded. Love Podbean. We love them. Yep. I also have a – so you can find the podcast – uh, on Facebook as well. There's, it's called this podcast called Life. Not a lot other than me posting the episodes on there. So if you don't have a podcatcher, you can still listen to it via that way. Mm-hmm. I also have an Instagram page Yay. for this podcast called Life. Again, not a lot. I'm slowly learning the whole aspect of podcast and social media. And what's so. your Instagram handle for the uh, podcast? Yeah. It is this underscore podcast underscore called underscore life (laughs) which we will link to in the show notes and you can find me if you're just looking for me it's i have a facebook it's joanne blatchley or instagram which is positively poly one which i am thinking of changing my handle what well you're going to be called positively poly (laughs) one regardless of what your handle says because yeah this is all we know that's all we know Uh that's we're going to link to it in the show notes (laughs) Jojo, you have talked about St. Jude, this podcast called Life, Vacation Races, the Grand Teton Race. We can't thank you enough for being a St. Jude hero, a podcast host. Happy early anniversary on your first year as a podcaster. And especially for the way that you support us and others in the Runcation Nation, encourage, inspire. We are so thankful that you are a patron and and a member of the Runcation Nation community. And for coming on the show and recapping your race, we thank you and we hope to accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge along with us. We'll talk to you next time.